Hey guys. Hey. It's Haley. And Ashley. We're back. Part two of the Idaho Four. Did you yep. guys listen to the last episode? I hope so. Or this one probably won't make any sense. If you didn't, you better go back and listen to episode <laughs> 10. And we're still... Okay, here's the thing, people. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording two episodes in one day. I, though, sound better because I'm no longer affected by cat allergies. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, however, still sound the same because nothing's changed in the last hour. <laughs> Oh man. We stopped and had a nice little snacky snack. Yep, we sure did. Freddy's. Yep. She had her first Freddy's dog. <laughs> did you just die over there? He went to I talk and he deep, like choked. I took a deep breath to like rave about the hot dog and then I just died. No, I I love hot dogs, and but I've never and I love Freddy's, but I've never had a hot dog from there. And I was very pleasantly surprised. It tasted like Very they good. just grilled the hot dogs outside. See, I I taste like boiled hot dogs to me. What? Yes. It had that grill flavor. Yeah, it's because that rolling grill that it's on. Oh. But it's almost like it's boiled hot dogs. It was, I, little, it was like a little tough. Like the hot dog was a little tough. See, I have different opinion because I take a bite into it, it pops. You get that juice. I got scored in the face one time by its juice. You take a bite and it just... <laughs> Also, okay, my other, um, the hot dog was great, mm-hmm. but the bun fell apart a little bit. Yeah, it does. Like, they split the bun at the bottom. The buns are huge. The bun was really good because they, like, wrote, like... Grilled the bun. Grilled the bun and, like, butter. Toasted it. Yeah, it was very flavorful, but... And we had cheese sauce smothered on it, the only uh, way to eat it. It was really good. It was actually so really good. So fantastic. Great snack. And it had a burger. How was the burger? It was okay. I only ate half of it. <laughs> I had fries. You had a burger too. Not today. Technically, you had a Krabby Patty. Oh, the Krabby Patty gummy. Yeah. You guys, they make, do you, if you remember the Krabby Patty gummies, they make them like 20 billion times bigger now. It's like the size of a small hamburger. Yeah. It's not that big. I'm yeah, kind of exaggerating a little bit. But <laughs> it's like the palm of your hand. It's like the yeah. size of the palm of your hand. But you have to, I tried to like bite into all of the layers but that just was not happening, so I had to kind of dissect it. Ew. Five out of ten. I, was like, I don't oh. like gummies that much. Tasted very artificial. Yeah. But, like, what can you expect? Yeah. It's pumped full of that, you know, red dye 40 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff is so bad for you. I know. They Have say don't give it to articles? your kids. Yeah. I give it to my kid. <laughs> they say that it causes, like, aggravation. And like ADHD. Yeah, like attention deficit disorder. Also known as ADD. (laughs) Anyway. My mother is calling me, but I'm going to ignore it. (laughs) Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Call back later. (laughs) Okay, guys. uh, Just if you didn't listen to episode 10, I recommend that you do. But if not, Ashley, you want to give us a little synopsis of what we covered in the last episode? Um, we talked about um, the four students that were tragically murdered. Yes. And we talked about like the timeline of what happened that and day. who got arrested. Mm-hmm. But we didn't go into a lot of detail with the evidence. The evidence and some of the information they used to make the arrest. So I think that that'll be kind of what we're focusing on this episode. So this will just go a little bit more in depth. All of that goody might be a short one. Might be a little bit short. Pizzazz at the end. I don't know. Oh my gosh, pizzazz! You gotta stay and listen. Yeah, stay and listen and find out what's happening at the end. Because we're (laughs) figuring that ourselves. (laughs) Anyway, okay, let's (coughs) dive right into it. So, um, kind of where we left off in episode ten. Brian had been arrested and we were talking a little bit about who Brian is, like how he was growing up. Um, People have speculated a lot that he, you know, has some of these psychotic tendencies, almost people who kind of grew up with him, you know, women who went on dates with him were kind of got the creepies from him a little bit. Um, But nothing like, 
in your face suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did just read on one of our docs. Um, he made old posts as a teenager on an online forum called Tapa Talk, which was former, formerly Yuku. Never heard of either of those. I haven't heard either. Um, but he indicated that he'd experienced suicidal thoughts, a lack of remorse, and an inability to feel emotions. He said, I feel like an organic sack of meat with no self-worth, a 16-year-old Coburger wrote in 2011. As I hug my family, I look into their faces, I see nothing. It's like I'm looking at a video game, but less. He said, nothing I do is enjoyable. He also wrote in an older post, I am blank. I have no opinion. I have no emotion. I have nothing. Can you relate? So he's kind of opening it up Mm -hmm. like a forum, asking people if they have similar feelings or experiences which i mean to me it's that's kind of what i aside from the suicidal thoughts Mm -hmm. um kind of sounds like narcissistic tendencies right like not having emotions kind of having to act as if you're in a play like acting Mm -hmm. like you're feeling how you're feeling about people is that lack of like empathy or um it's not narcissist that's not, it's yeah, that's, um um and it's psychopath right what's the word what is it called when you have no emotions would it not be psychopath i think you're right okay well apparently there is an actual term term and it's called alexamithi huh (laughs) alexithymia is when a person has difficulty experiencing identifying and expressing emotions hmm yeah type in lack of empathy or something type in like lack of empathy disorders um empathy deficit disorder yeah that's a thing lacking the ability to feel understand and resonate with another's feelings is categorized as edd huh okay but yeah i mean that i would feel like per his own words that kind of labels it for him yeah that's like a huge red flag right there yes what he wrote like that should be that's evidence in itself i think which i mean makes it scarier that he was so into like the psychology which i mean that that's what he was studying and that's what he was being a student teacher for but but he was studying criminology oh that's right and he just i think took like classes on psychology i think it was just like a class that he had to take oh okay i think but yeah, he got his PhD in criminology. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Still kind of scary though. Yeah. Like, if you can't have emotions, <laughs> that's not funny. It's never mind. That's something I just did off off the thing. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, back to it. Pass that. Um. Okay. Let me go to. Let me go to the next thing. Um, yeah, so he reportedly displayed unsettling behavior at school in the weeks around the killings. Um, per the Times, he exhibited such unsettling behavior on campus in the weeks around the killings that Washington State University investigated his conduct with women and eventually fired him from his teaching assistant job over concerns regarding his professional conduct. So this was even before he was arrested Mm -hmm. this was just while they were still trying to find the killer but he went back to like his you know normal everyday life life. right what do you think about that crazy man (laughs) he's the fact that he could just go back to it it's insane i'd be around other psychopaths right well it's a good i mean for him to be exhibiting behavior like that and then to get fired from his position by the university he had to have been doing some Mm -hmm. really questionable well i saw an interview that said that he was very harsh 
like when he graded papers and stuff like that he was very very harsh yeah but the week of the killings he started giving everybody like a's and stuff Ugh. according to interviews and university records several female students had reported feeling uncomfortable around koberger and one student accused him of following her to her car a subsequent and university investigation didn't find Koberger guilty of wrongdoing, but the Times reports that the criminal justice department fired Koberger because of his poor performance as a teaching assistant and his inability to meet the norms of professional behavior, which included two alleged altercations with the professor he'd been assisting in the fall. So he had some kind of altercations with the hmm. his professor. He couldn't conform to the norms of professional behavior. Hmm. I wonder what he was doing. I don't know. I, I know mean, none of the people will come out for interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to say anything. I about bet the it. school has it on lock though. I'm sure. Well, surely the students have filed some sort of reports. Yeah. But they're not going to release that. I'm sure it'll come out though in the trial. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, about two weeks before the murders, he's said to have met with faculty to go over an improvement plan and was notified of his termination prior to his arrest in December. The department claimed he had not made progress regarding professionalism. So he met with them to kind of, I don't know if redeem himself is like the right term to use, but he's, uh, you know, he knows that he's not doing what he's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like fulfilling his duties. So they fired him. So if we go back, like talking about the evidence and stuff, it goes mm -hmm. back to talk about that roommate, which we've already talked about. Her name is DM. It's not a real name, but oh, uh -huh. DM is her initials, I guess. Um, so she was sleeping. Because it says... Um, uh, the roommate? Uh, yeah the roommate was sleeping she said it's she was woken up around 4 a.m by the sound of um how do you say her name gone Gonzalez. gonzalvez gonzalvez um playing with her dog shortly after dm said she heard um her say there's someone here prompting dm to look out her window where she saw no one later dm told authority she heard crying coming from kernodles mm-hmm room in a male voice saying it's okay i'm gonna help you at which point dm said she began to open her door and saw a figure clad in black clothing and a mask walking toward her here's okay that's why i say two people job right because how is he going to be upstairs talking to and then, and then she opens the door and he's there unless he went back upstairs and finished what he was doing or like oh gosh that sounds so gruesome to say but like he had already like killed her yeah or like done done the job yeah and she was like dying and then that's when he said that and then immediately came back downstairs yeah 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 i don't know um at which point dm said again she opened the door and saw a figure clad in black a figure clad in black clothing a mask walking toward her she described the man as athletically built but she eyebrows and recalled him walking past her towards the sliding door she stood frozen in place which we've already talked about. And then Koberger's DNA was eventually found on the knife sheath, sheath mm -hmm. left at the crime scene. And authorities found a match by rooting through his family's trash in Pennsylvania. Mm. Do you want to go over some of the um, stuff they found with the search warrant? Yeah. Let me find it. Oh, right here where it says police found. Yeah. Okay, so the police found a knife and a gun while searching Koberger's car in his family home in Pennsylvania. Recently unsealed search warrants revealed the police discovered a knife and a gun while investigating Koberger's car in his family home in Pennsylvania. While it's unclear whether the knife is the one used in the murders, it is among 63 items investigators took from the property in the car, along with multiple laptops, two of which were damaged, computers, hard drives, and shop vac vacuum, dark clothing medical gloves criminology books and materials and co-burger's personal notes i don't know if it says it in here i bet it does but i'm not going to jump ahead until, just in case it's in there investigators also recovered empty gun magazines a sales record for a 40 glock 
and a green leafy substance inside a plastic bag, as well as medical and court documents. The unsealed warrants don't reveal the content of the recovered items, but per the post, investigators were searching for corroborating. Yep. Evidence, DNA, and anything that might speak to Koberger's mental state. The Post also reported that lawyers involved in the case have been prohibited from speaking about the gag by a gag order, which multiple news organizations and a lawyer from one of the victim's families have asked to strike down. Mm. Um, so also was a gun, knives, a shovel, black mask were among the string of items seized from Koberger's family home. Newly unsealed search warrants revealed... Um, Hold on. So, like, clothing items, um, the pocket knife, a knife, a black face mask, black gloves, electronic devices, and more clothing items from the same search. Four laptops, two computers, a cell phone, two hard drives were found, and a note to dad from Brian was amongst the items seized. Like, if this does not... (laughs) All that evidence... Come on. And he's pleading not guilty. Yeah. Yeah, it's not in here, but um, you might look it up just to make... Oh, it is on here. Okay. Other items seized that day included a book underlining page 118. Green leafy substance in a bag. Okay, so this one thing I was going to look up. Page 118. Koberger. But that's not what I was going to look for. That's. Oh, there's a YouTube video. There's another like case that somebody was comparing the two. And it was ironic because. Hold on. I, I know where to look to find it. Um, It's going to take me a minute. But uh, I want to say page 118 was again circled on this person's. Um. hold the phone and a book with underlining on page 118 what's the book book page 118 I feel like an investigator (laughs) I know that's what I'm looking I don't think it's been released I just want to see what people are saying Y'all are going to hear some dead air right now because somebody on Reddit said, check all your page 118s. Leave no book unchecked. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I got to find. What else did they say? God dang it. Freaking ads. Somebody said, I feel like it's going to be something like Catch-22 or some other popular mid-20th century book that gave angsty teens the feels in high school. Quite himself. There's a good video. It's called the Idaho Idaho Murders New Details Items Taken Strange Note Found in No Conflict. Um, by Tend to Life with Annalise. It's really informative and really good. Um, let me see. Some of the items that were taken she has in here listed. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. One silver flashlight, four medical style st- four medical style gloves, white Arizona Jean Co large t-shirt, champion. I can't read this officer's handwriting. Oh, geez. Uh, Black shirt. Part of black and white size 13 Nike shoes. Pair of Under Armour socks. Under Armour large shorts. Under Armour boxers. And one scab. Something scab. Oh. Ew. I don't know if it means like necessarily a scab, but I'm trying to find that video that she compares him to this other guy. 
They also um, searched his housing at Washington State University and said it was relatively empty. But they did take, um, they tried to take like blood tests or like look for blood in the apartment or anything Mm -hmm. that they could swab. Um, But they said that a, this is coming from the Idaho Statesman, which is like a, I guess an Idahoan journalist publication. I'm not sure. Um, but they said a mattress cover and an uncased pillow each were positive for blood in the presumptive chemical tests. A dark red spot on the kitchen counter near the sink could not be tested, but was collected. So they did test some things from his apartment. What is it called when a um, a guy hates... Oh, here it is. Elliot Roger found it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it says disturbing Elliot Roger murders um similarities to brian koberger okay so elliot roger let's look this up roger search page 118 oh geez yep my story so he wrote a book um, elliot roger did yes and he ended up like killing a bunch of people look him up and see how many yeah people. i was just reading this elliot roger killed six people in a stabbing and shooting spree in isla vista california in may of 2014 before he turned the gun on himself the 22 year old posted a retribution video on youtube and emailed a lengthy autobiographical document to almost two dozen people he knew holy cow and it's public online let's go to 118 you're kidding because 118 was i think circled or something and so they're thinking the theory, the conspiracy is that Brian Koberger had this printed out as like a book and he circled page 118. Oh, it's like a manifesto. Yes. Oh my gosh. Hold on, I'm almost there. I'm at 119. Okay. Okay. Uh, the spring of 2013, also the time when I came across the website P-U-A-H- eight.com don't know what it is it is a full form full of men who are starved of sex just like me many of them have their own theories of to what women are attracted to and many of them share my hatred of women though unlike me they would be too hard cowardly to act on it regarding the post on my website only confirmed many theories i had about how wicked and degenerate women are really are degenerate most of the people on the website have extremely stupid opinions that I found frustrating, but I found a new quite I found a f- to be quite insightful. Um, let's see. It says after spring season spent in an absolute despair while other young people lived healthy and healthy lives of sexual pleasure, summer arrives. Summer is even worse than spring, especially in Santa Barbara. Flocks of hot young girls go out in their shorts and bikinis, further tantalizing my sex-starved body. Jeez. Every time I look at them, knowing that they are gleefully showing off their desirable forms, yet they would never give me a chance to be their boyfriend, only increase my already boiling hatred towards all women. Uh... I had nothing left to live for but revenge. Women must be punished for their crimes and rejecting such magnificent, magnificent. Thank you. As myself, all those people, all those popular boys must be punished for enjoying heavenly lives and having sex with all the girls while I had to suffer while suffer in lonely virginity. (coughs) It's a long thing. It has multiple paragraphs, but. He said, oh my gosh. And then later down. He said, it came to a point where I had to set a date for the day of retribution. I originally considered doing it on the Halloween of 2013. Keep reading it. Just keep reading it and you'll see why I went. (gasps) This is when the entire town erupts in raucous partying. There would literally be thousands of people crowded together who I could kill with ease. And the goal was to kill everyone in Isla Vista to utterly destroy that wretched town. But then after seeing footage of previous Halloween events on YouTube, I saw there were too many cops walking around. It would be too risky. One gunshot from a cop will end everything. The day of retribution would have to be on a normal party weekend. So I set it for some time during November of 2013. And that page was circled. Oh, I'm not saying that it's like that's the page that Brian circled obviously yeah we don't know if this manifesto is what he had but what a coincidence but this is what people are speculating 
Dude, how many pages did this guy write? Like 137 or something. Yeah. He's an episode in himself. The last paragraph. My gosh. Yeah, we should do an episode on this. The last paragraph of this entire 137 page long document says, all I ever wanted was to love women and in turn to be loved by them back. Their behavior towards me has only earned my hatred and rightfully so. I am the true victim in all of this. I am the good guy. Humanity struck at me first by condemning me to experience so much suffering. I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this. I didn't start this war. I wasn't the one who struck first, but I will finish it by striking back. I will punish everyone and it will be beautiful. Finally, at long last, I can show the world my true worth. What the fuck? That is psychotic. Yeah. How many people did he kill? Six. Six. Were they all women? Probably. Let's see. He killed six people. And then he emailed this to like two dozen people that he knew. Mm -hmm. And then killed himself. What a coward. Let's look it up and see. There's a lot of similarities between Brian and Elliot. Oh my gosh. Elliot Rogers. I've never heard of him before. I only heard of him because of that video. Um, That video that compared him to Brian Koberger. Oh. All six murder victims were students at USC, UCSB. The men killed at Roger's apartment were George Chen, uh, Chen Wan Hong, and Wei Han Wang. So there was one, two, three, four. Four were guys and two were girls. That is so awful. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a post on subreddit that says, what are the similarities between Brian and, um, Roger? Yeah. They said Brian potentially saw himself as a superior version of Rogers and it held the same anger to women and perception. They, they're to blame for not giving him what he wanted. Maybe he set out to compete, complete Rogers, Rogers plan because he developed some kind of obsession towards him. Come to, what if that comes to find out like it was that same 118, 118th page? I mean, look, here's the thing. I know that like the police really don't like people interfering because mm-hmm. they say that it, it like interrupts the investigation, which I get to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But there have like these, what are, what do the police call them? Like, <laughs> inv- like online investigators or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. People like, it, when you have that many people who are wanting to find answers for something mm-hmm. and like get justice all of those people are going to be thinking of different things so finding clues or like finding answers a lot of crimes like people on the internet have helped aid in it yeah you know what i mean i get where police are coming from though because it's really overwhelming and it can kind of lead a little to, stuff like, like that i don't get why they don't release i know i know explain that to me people that's why like even, below. even the parents of the victims like you know steve one of the girl's dads said that you know he's a little bit frustrated because they're not sharing everything but he's hoping that they're going to like release the information yeah and he's just being faithful but it why can't you maybe that's why they don't want to put it all out there so that people feel like they have to take matters into their own hands and try to solve the mystery or solve the crime. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The whole uh, Elliot Rogers thing, though, the video is interesting to watch. The How they're so much alike in um, their... Well, they think the thought process. So, like, back to Brian, they say that they did find DMs from Brian to... Yes, one of the girls. I don't remember which girl it was. Uh, let me but, go back to the evidence, because it was on there. Um, let's see so he found like he was DMing her but also he was also at a bar 
apparently, and he got kicked out of the bar because he kept hitting on these women and they wouldn't, like... Like, return. Yeah, the affection that he was yeah. trying to give. And he finally, like, snapped on one of them and made, like, a very sexist comment or something. Jeez. And he ended up being told he had to leave or something like that. This is what is so crazy to me. If you're being creepy, mm-hmm. okay, to a woman, or, I mean, vice versa, if you're being creepy to somebody, mm-hmm. whether it's knowing or unknowing, if somebody's uncomfortable with you, they're not going to return the affection. Mm-mm. Just leave them alone. Yeah, like that guy at the gas station the other day. Yeah. I t- what did he say to me? I don't remember what I told you. What did he say? He, he opened was- the door for you oh, yeah. <laughs> while you were going to turn in your scratch-offs. Or here, you tell the story. Yeah, I was going into the gas station the other day to turn in my scratch-offs. And this scratch-off, whatever they're called. Um, and he held the door open for me. And so I was like, oh, thank you. And he said, you know why men hold the door open for ladies? I was like, oh, God, what? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, just so the boogeyman can't get you or something like that. And I'm like, what the hell? Who says that to someone? Like, and here we are, like, prepare. Like, Ashley was preparing for him to say something about, like, looking at our butt or something. Yeah, I literally thought he was going to make a comment about my ass. But but then he said something just as equally as creepy. Like, the boogeyman boogeyman can't come get you. Sir, please, just get out. Whose grandpa is this? Get your marbles and get out of here. (laughs) Get out of here. (coughs) Anyway, I mean, I if it is the Elliot Roger manifesto, that would make sense to me because yeah. I'm sure Brian probably felt like I'm such a great guy. Why, like, why does no girl want me? Yeah, it's because you're creepy. Newsflash. Yeah, they probably should have had somebody in their life tell them that. Yeah, his parents probably didn't. It's not the parents' fault though. It's not. But his parents probably should have seen some signs, some, some tendencies, like for monitor his online yes activity. I mean, I get he gets to a certain age where it's like he's an adult, but also I feel like. But obviously they weren't that great because he was doing heroin in high school. Tendencies that are like characteristics that present themselves. Yeah. Way early on. I'd like to say, too, um, just because your kid does heroin does not mean you're a bad parent. But I'm saying if your kid's like 15, 16 doing heroin and you're not doing anything to stop it, then we have a problem. I feel like that's probably not something that like you wouldn't catch you yeah know what i mean like if your kid is on like, shooting up black stuff. tar heroin yeah. like you know obviously it's not like they're just sneaking out to smoke a cig you know yeah but <laughs> that that's one thing kid but... in rehab and therapy or something Jeez. aa anyway so yeah we don't know if it's actually the the manifesto but it could be. That would make sense. It could be. That so anyway, they found something that the page also, 118 was circled. So him, Elliot Rogers saying that he chose November. That's people what's are crazy. That out. Yeah. And then circling the same page that it says that. Yeah. And then he killed college students. Yep. That's just. Which if he, if Brian would have killed those two roommates, that would have been six. Yeah. Six people. Yeah. What a coincidence. Yeah. How did he... Did he shoot them, Elliot Rogers? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coward. Let's see. Sorry for the long pauses, guys. Oh, it's okay. They're just here for the ride. <laughs> uh, oh. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, on the evening of Friday, May 23rd, Oh, it was in May. Yeah, he ended up not doing it in, in, in November. 22-year-old Elliot Roger killed six people and injured 14 others by gunshot, stabbing, and vehicle ramming near mm. the campus of University of California, Santa Barbara, and then killed himself. He stabbed three men to death in his apartment. Uh, let's see. He drove to a sorority house and after failing to get inside, shot three women outside, two of whom died. He next drove past a nearby deli and shot a male student inside to death and began to drive through Isla Vista, shooting and wounding wounding several pedestrians from his car and striking several others with his car. So he like really (laughs) did some damage. Yes. He did some damage. Yeah. He exchanged gunfire with police twice. 
After his car crashed in a parked vehicle, he was found dead inside with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. To the head. A coward's way out. Oh, he uploaded a video to... Oh, that's right. Uploaded a video to YouTube titled Elliot Rogers Retribution in which he outlined his planned attack and his motives. How did that just, like, stay up on YouTube with nobody, like, contacting authorities before it happened? They probably got, like, five views. Probably didn't get any views. If you think about it, because you gotta think our first YouTube video. Just, like, a random YouTube video. We shared it on Facebook. I highly doubt he shared it on his <laughs> Facebook page. Yeah, probably. Can you imagine getting an email like that, though? Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying. And to be close enough with him to... Be I just sent said email quickly scanned one um article where like one of his past roommates said yeah he was great like he was a great roommate yeah i read in the video or not read i watched in the video that uh he was jealous of his roommates because they would always bring women home yeah i'm just like dude hire a prostitute if do you're that like lonely self, or like do some self reflecting reflecting i guess you can't though like because Guys that like mindset, that think yeah. that there's nothing wrong with them. They don't get it. They don't know why women don't want to be with I went to school with a guy who reminds me of this. He was very much like, oh my god, I worked with him too. Like, really? enough that multiple women went to the office and complained. Not women, children. Yeah. Um, parents got involved because he was like stalking. There's what? two guys I can think of. And I ended up working with one of them Ew. after high school. And he became he says he was my manager but he was not but um like he would send you multiple messages a day like a day that he's like why don't you show me the kindness that i show you and like oh what was his name that is so scary yeah it was he was scary also like (coughs) somebody's not at fault if they don't like you back no not at all they don't owe you that Ugh. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Did he message you or was it just like oh, girls? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if I can. No, it was on my old Facebook. Really? You were one of the girls that he would like message? Yes. Did you ever respond to him? That girl that I had the little meltdown on? Yes. Um. Side note, I did see her after that, by the way. I recall the memory. Oh, yeah. We did talk about that. I recall the memory where she did come and meet Jockmo when he was a baby. Anyway, that's not important. But um, no, he, her, he was obsessed with her in a whole nother way. Oh, my gosh. And um, I know his first name, but I cannot remember his last name for the life of me. I feel like that's the point where. name drop. Just kidding. But anyway, like, I just there's another kid that we went to high school with and i'm sure like a lot of girls the grade above me mm-hmm. would know exactly who i'm talking about he ended up getting arrested for stalking <gasps> and um he was just he was insane he would send you inappropriate things and how he's gonna come kill you and stuff like what? that like he was crazy um did anybody call the cops I mean, yes obviously got yes, arrested. yes yes it was all over the cabot concern thing i think oh but he got i oh, just named dr <laughs> city oh well um oh well was his last name um anyway how long ago did he get arrested not that i mean in the last like 10 years Jeez. oh my god i bet if i pull my yearbook up i could find it but anyway he was crazy like they both were creepy and crazy remind me after this to look up in my yearbook so i can facebook sock them okay we're going to be doing some research. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how any of this is related. To, I guess it is kind of related well, to Brian Coburner because yeah. like he he's apparently is this kind of guy. I mean, that's what it seems like to me. If he's, you know, going out on Tinder dates and women are getting uncomfortable with him. Mm. Like, is he not seeing the signs? I don't know. I don't know. They just... Uh, Guys like that have that complex where they think there's nothing wrong with them. And that they're superior. They and don't understand why women don't find them attractive. Like, they're such gentlemen. Like, I keep saying the word like over and over again. I'm so sorry to everybody but, listening. No, seriously. But, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Um, it's just, 
I don't know. I hope. And that's the thing as a parent, especially a parent of a boy, mm-hmm. I pray my kid doesn't turn out that way because you can't help. Like, I mean, obviously, if I see the signs, I'll intervene. But right. uh, like you always worry about, is your kid going to be the next one? That's like. Well, that's why. No, I mean, you have conversations with your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially with kids with like, because I know that. The two guys that I'm talking about, they they had something off with them. Like, not off, but they had some type of special. They weren't all there. They were different. They were different. Yeah. And so it makes me worry about Giacomo as well. Because, like, hopefully he doesn't have, like. I, no. I he doesn't have really that um, boundary. Like, they don't have boundaries. Yeah. But there's an. Un- th- you can understand, like. He doesn't have those characteristics. Yeah, he doesn't. I feel like you would notice it by now, at least. I mean, you would. Yeah. Jockman has no interest in girls right now. (laughs) At all. Yeah, Fortnite, (laughs) and that's it. He doesn't even like girls. I mean, he likes girls, but, like, he's, like... Not interested in that No, he's, like, he doesn't think any of them are cute or... Because I always ask him, like, is that your girlfriend? He's, like, no. (laughs) It's, like, embarrassing more than anything. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, age. Brian Coburger, crazy guy. Yeah. Crazy guy. I'm like, I feel like excited is probably a bad word to use, but I um, and I'm interested to see how the rest of the um, the trial trial goes. I hope I can't wait for it. I hope it's broadcasted. When's let me look it up. When is the next? <coughs> next. Coburger. It's weird. They seized a shovel, gloves, and goggles in a bandage. Reflective vests that were inside. A reflective vest that was inside. Ooh. Okay. Let's see. Idaho murder suspect Brian Koberger to face new mystery court hearing. Let's see. What does that mean? A mystery... What the heck? A mystery new court hearing has been scheduled in the case against University of Idaho murder suspect Brian Koberger. Uh, Let's see. He's set to appear in a Lata County Courthouse in Idaho for a motion hearing on May 25th. Okay. The clerk confirmed to the independent on Monday. Uh, Mr. Koberger was next scheduled to appear in court on june 26th for a week-long preliminary hearing where evidence will be presented for the first time so towards the end of june is when the preliminary hearing will be with all the evidence yeah i know he's like wanting a fast speed speedy trial yeah so they have to give it to him so it's not right. going to be like a year from now drawn out thing. yeah yeah i mean i i'm I have the anxious list of everything to that was- like hear what he'll say you know what i mean because he's been pretty quiet i feel like i mean except for the fact where you know they kind of indicated that he's seemingly going to be pleading guilt i mean not guilty yeah (coughs) and then um so then come to find out like what a couple weeks ago it was announced that they found one of the um ids of the idaho college killings um found while searching his home yeah we thought it was in his in a glove in his glove box (laughs) well in the thing it says they're unsure of because how they wrote it they're not in his possession in his possession they found an id of one how is he gonna just happen to come across the id of one of the victims yeah i'm like thinking that something's gonna happen in this trial that like is gonna be like whoa what do you mean I feel like he's going to say something like somebody coerced him into doing it or like it was a two-man job or... Yeah, something like big is going to come out. Yeah. I'm really scared that something's going to happen where he's going to be exonerated. Is that the right word? There's too much. There is, but is it his case or somebody else's where an officer has been um, suspended that worked on the case? So they're worried if it's going to be... Let me Google it to make sure it's the right case I'm thinking of. I'm literally following how many cases right now. Officer suspended. Oh, yeah. Exonerated was the right word, Ashley. 
Nice. Absolve someone from blame for fault or wrongdoing, especially after the due consideration of the case. Dang. Good job. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, the scheduling of a new date comes days after one of the surviving roommates agreed to an interview with Mr. Koberger's attorneys. After yeah, a they brief subpoenaed her. Yep. Oh, their names. Students Bethany Funk and Dylan Mortensen. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so it does say uh, Idaho prosecutors disclosed an internal investigation against Officer and Brian Koberger's case. So they're worried that um, something's going to come out about that that's going to affect him. Yeah. Well, it says help the defense. Yeah. Last month, Mr. Koberger's defense team subpoenaed Miss Funk to give testimony at the June preliminary hearing, claiming that she had information which is exculpatory to the defendant. So they're saying that she's got her like testimony or whatever mm. is going to help him basically clear him of any wrongdoing how's that i don't know man this episode's just us being perplexed she's gonna like come out and say that he was like or it was like a woman or something yeah five foot one right <laughs> dude but yeah it says this officer um is under internal affairs investigation doesn't say why though Oh, it says that she's agreed to instead meet with Mr. Koberger's attorneys in her hometown of Reno for an interview instead of appearing at the hearing. It is unclear when the interview will take place. I'm intrigued to see what comes of this. Yeah, me too. To be a fly on that wall. Uh-uh. So I wonder if... Surely they've already had the interview. I don't know. When did this... When did this? Oh, this got um, this article was released six days ago, so maybe not. But the pre preliminary hearing is still set for June twenty sixth. Hmm. We'll have to watch that. I wonder um, if they live it. They may not live stream it. I think they will because the case is so big, high profile. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. They got to make their money somehow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Ever since the like. Um, Casey Anthony. Johnny. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Casey Anthony, too. Yeah. No, yeah, that was really... That was probably, like, the really first big... High profile. No, OJ was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't follow that Everybody one, Everybody but... was so invested in that. Yeah. And then Casey Anthony, I think. free. Yeah. Did he do it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do you know Ashton Kutcher was involved in that? What? Yeah, he apparently was going on a date with her that afternoon. He went to her house, knocked on the door. She never came to the door because she was dead on the floor. You're kidding. And he was interviewed as a suspect. Ashton Kutcher? I'm pretty sure that's who it was. He testified in the Hollywood Ripper trial. Oh, just kidding. Not OJ. <laughs> what is... Oh, gosh, he looks so good in this clip on the stand oopsie but no was it so good the mustache ripper one i could have sworn it was oj no because that was oj's wife that wouldn't make sense the hollywood ripper also that was like in 1990 what no 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 no. i don't remember but i do know that extra kutcher was involved in a murder somehow was it like like 93 or something Oh, 90, 1995. It was a 95. The one with Ashley Kutcher or OJ? OJ. Oh. Um, what is this Hollywood Ripper? Man, we're just like going way off topic today. But oh, well, this is kind of... We didn't have a lot of info for this one anyway, no, so it doesn't well, matter. I mean, they're, that's really the only evidence they have as far as Brian goes. Yeah. But I mean, it's enough evidence to arrest him. Yeah. To connect I mean, the him. DNA in itself but they're going to argue the dna is not him i've i watched a news um video and it was saying that because dna is only 99.9998 percent or something mm -hmm. that they can argue that it's not him. dude <coughs> what did wait okay so why was 
now I'm interested in this Ashton Kutcher thing. Ashton Kutcher thing. Yeah, look it up. What was he? What was he doing there? He was like going on a date with her, and he went to pick her up. And I want to say, was he the one that called nine one one? I can't remember. I'm I'm fixing to watch this clip from ABC News. Go for Y'all it. Y'all are just gonna hear it with me. Kutcher saying he went to the home of one of the victims just moments after prosecutors say she was killed. ABC's Adrian Bankert is Los Angeles with more on this story. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning to you too, Amy. Yes, this is one of the nation's most notorious crimes. And now Ashton Kutcher is one of more than 100 witnesses set to testify in the now infamous murder trial. This morning, all eyes on Ashton Kutcher, the Hollywood heartthrob, now turned star witness in the so-called Hollywood Ripper trial. Kutcher appearing on the stand Wednesday, sporting a mustache and dressed in a blue suit, describes the night 18 years ago when his friend and romantic interest, Ashley Ellerin, was stabbed 47 times. Kutcher says the two had plans to meet for a drink that evening, but when Ashley didn't answer his calls, he swung by the house and tells the jury, I knocked on the door, there was no answer. Knocked again, and once again, no answer. He adds, at this point, I pretty well assumed she had left for the night and that I was late and she was upset. Ashton testifies that when he went to Ellerin's house, all the lights were on, adding, it was a little bit of a mess. I saw what I thought was red wine spilled on the carpet, adding, I didn't really think anything of it. Police now believe that red wine yeah. was really blood. Oh my gosh. This was also posted three years ago. So yeah, I, I want to say they didn't find the guy until like later. I don't think i heard about dude this. i consume so much crime stuff it's <laughs> ridiculous now is it right half the time no well there's a lot of crime stuff yeah. it's easy to get things <laughs> twisted i could have sworn it was oj <laughs> but it's not dude that is really really sad yeah that is really sad i just thought it was kind of crazy with ashton kutcher 18 years ago yeah Jeez. i wonder whether just now they must have just found the guy, I would think. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that is the Hollywood Ripper, huh? Yeah. Anyway, do we? Do you have really anything else you want to add as far as the Idaho 4 goes? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say excited, but I'm a little excited to see how the trial goes, yeah, to see it, what comes out. Intrigued, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's like the crime of the century right now. It's, yeah, it's really big. We'll have to do, hopefully it, they will... It's bigger than um, what happened last year. Was it last year or two years ago? Um, who's that girl that got strangled to death? Two years ago, it was. Um, oh gosh, why can't I think of her? I know name? Brian was his name. Yes, Brian. Um, Almost said Letterman, oh. but I don't think that's right. Why can't I think of his name? Okay, hang on, just a second, just a second. What's with these Brian's? We need to stay away from Brian's. I'm just kidding. I know some Brian's. <laughs> Shout out Brian's. Brian's my father-in-law. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it. There are some great Brian's out okay. there. Okay, let's see. Um, oh my gosh, I feel like it starts with an M. What? Is Gabby it? Pateo. Gabby Pateo. Okay, hang That's on. That's what it is. I did not Google that. People. Petito. Petito. It came to me. Proud of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Laundry. Laundry. Oh, I said Letterman. That was close. Yeah, that was a big one too, though. That was really big. But I think this one's way bigger. That one we was all really drawn out, though. One. I know, yeah. but they, like, that was really drawn out because they couldn't find him. Yeah. And then everybody thought that his parents were hiding him, like, I knew in he killed garden. himself. I called it from the get-go. I was like, oh, he went and killed himself. It was the fact that his parents weren't, like, doing did his, anything. Did his parents find the gun or something? Find his backpack? Weren't they once, they went out and searched, and then they found his stuff. After the authorities had been searching for like weeks, yeah, how and did then, they just so happen to find it? Though? I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they're the ones that found it. Are they not? Oh, he left behind a notebook. Yeah, like a, a letter. Really? Yeah. Have oh. you never read it? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Where is the? Where another notebook? Those no, are one of those cases it. I remember where I was when this was going down. We talked about it like every day at work. Yeah, that's why I think everybody I was involved. Like, yeah. Wait, okay. Now I want to read the letter. 
Sorry, guys. This really is kind of going all over the place. It's okay. I like these ones. These are my favorite. Oh, gosh. It's so blurry. Oh, there's so many pages. Is there? Sorry, I'm actually really talking to you right now. Going through. Yeah. It's like a diary or something. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I can't read his handwriting. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, he also wrote a letter to mom and dad. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, he said, Mom and Dad, I just want to say that I'm sorry for everything that's happened. I never intended any of this. Gabby and I were truly in love, and I would give anything for her to still be here. Mm. He strangled her to death. He said the strain of our relationship was more than I could bear. Ugh. Oh, what? Yeah. Like separate yes just separate just because you're on a camping trip doesn't mean you can't separate yeah i bet those cops feel like a-holes too i'm sure the ones that pulled them over for a domestic dispute yeah i'm sure i know they got a lot of backlash but what are you supposed to do like they did their I there's only so much job their due diligence i mean yeah you can only do so much they made them separate for the night yeah so I mean, what else in could you do? You can't they, force people to stay apart. Right. They wouldn't have known that. You know how hard that is, even in the court system, when they say you need to stay away from them. You know how hard that is to yeah enforce by. that. In the military, I know that if you're um, if like your higher ups are notified that you're having like domestic disputes with your like husband or wife, they have they make you separate. They put you on like a thirty six hour separation yeah i ain't smart yeah which there's a lot of abuse in law enforcement and um military yeah in general yeah there is you'll get in trouble if i'm sure that's probably the same way well it's got to be the same way for the law enforcement yeah but in the military if you are um if you're like in the military and you're the one doing the domestic abuse Mm -hmm. you'll get in a lot of trouble i don't know about law enforcement i don't know i'm sure they'll get like in trouble but i don't know how much as far as the military goes like they'll i'm pretty sure they'll demote you yeah more than likely you'll get fired in law enforcement yeah i'd hope so i'm pretty sure you get fired I don't know. I've never been in that situation. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. Same. Same. Uh, all right. Well, that was good. <laughs> we just went all over the place. We did. I know. The, the part two was, was kind of like facts its on, own episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did. This one was pretty factual, but we, it just made us think of different episodes we could do. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot Rogers, now the Hollywood I didn't Ripper. Know about that. Or the Hollywood Ripper. I didn't know about either we of We talked those. a little bit about Casey Anthony. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Gabby. Oh, and did you see, speaking oh, of, did you see that she finally did like a, what was it, with Hulu or something? Casey Anthony oh, did like it was a with, docu-series. Uh, it was with Paramount or, no, it wasn't Paramount. It was HBO. Paramount. Paramount, whatever. Um, HBO and or Peacock. I think it was Peacock. An American murder mystery. Uh, Peacock. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. That really got ripped apart. I didn't watch it. People ripped I saw apart. a lot of videos on it, though. I did not watch it. I heard that I didn't watch it either. But Dude, I- nothing gets me more heated than Casey Anthony. It pops up on my Facebook timeline a lot where it says like, "Yeah, good morning to everybody but Casey Anthony. Hope you die. <laughs> She's like the one, like, I don't know if I'd waste my, if I could have one case solved. I don't know if I'd waste it on her because I know she did it. Right. And what pisses me off. The phone calls of her like in jail jail between Mm -hmm. like her and her parents. Yes. Dude. Make me so If I was in a room with Casey Anthony, why I oughta. Why I oughta. (laughs) It's out. It's getting out in the streets. Yeah. I'm going to show you what it's like in Arkansas. I remember when I was younger and that was like on the news. Yeah. I remember watching it on the news in our living room. I did too. Like with my grandparents. Yeah, I was a little bit older, but it, um, I do remember watching it. I remember it being in my, I think me and my husband had first just met. What year was it? Uh, 
2011 is when they found her not guilty. Maybe it was. I know I watched the documentary about her in 2012. That's when that one came out, I think. Let's see. Like the original doc that came out. Let's see, Anthony Case. Yeah. Ooh, another good one that we could um, research. The Amanda. Um, 2008 is, is when, when Kaylee, it happened. Yeah, is yeah, when yeah, Kaylee yeah. died. Um, Amanda Knox. Have you seen that documentary? Not the documentary, but I've seen people talking about it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, you should watch the documentary. It's really good. I've seen it twice. Oh my gosh. We really should just do like a like a five episode or like a case per episode. Yeah. That would I be agree. Good. Let us know which ones you want to listen to. Yeah, if you What's guys your favorite have case? recommendations for ones do you want us to go over or like research and talk about mm -hmm. we are so down for that yeah i like the case ones i think I they're too. pretty good this one's a little harder because it's still ongoing yes absolutely um ones that we can find like if they're found guilty from or, beginning to end yeah yeah, yeah. casey yeah. anthony i i could go over it but it's so like she did it that it's kind of <laughs> like what's the point to go over the it, it, what really just pisses me off is just that the jury found her not guilty or they were hung? Were they hung? Or? I think they were hung, weren't they? I don't know. But I just know that it really ticked me right off. I remember being heated. I just don't understand. Like that, I... It is so hard for me to understand and wrap my head around. Like, there was body, like decaying body in her trunk. In her car. Yeah, of her car. How can you not, like... They must have paid someone off. A bunch of people think it was her dad. I don't think that. I think he was creepy. Don't get me wrong. I think that he was terrible, but it was... I don't think he did all those things that she said he did. I don't think so either. And I know if you watch the freaking video of him at the funeral, it does make him sound kind of like a pedophile. But I think he was just mourning and like, I miss the smell of her. Like, that's yeah. normal. Yeah. Like when I think he said something along the lines of like, I miss it when she ran up to me and she was all sweaty and I miss the smell of her or something like that. I know what he's talking about. That smell of your kid when yeah. they're all sweaty Playing and gross. And yeah, like I think I get people it. are really just digging. Could he have him. like worded it better? Oh yeah. Probably. He was a little creepy. <laughs> a little yeah. creepy. But he's mourning. Yeah. So, you know, and publicly. Like, it's one thing to mourn in the private of your own home. such a high-profile case. Yeah. Everybody in the world is Hold on. Wasn't... Maybe that's where I'm getting mixed up. Wasn't Casey Anthony's attorney OJ's attorney? No. OJ's, OJ's attorney was, was Kardashian. Was Robert Kardashian. Who is the attorney of Casey Anthony? Who is he the attorney of? He was attorney of somebody famous, too. Attorney. Jose Baez. Yeah. Who else has he? He. Oh, Aaron Hernandez. That's it. Yep. And Harvey Weinstein. It's an American criminal defense lawyer and author. He's known for representing high profile defendants such as Casey Anthony, Aaron Hernandez, Mark Nord Nordlicht, and Harvey Weinstein. Ew. Gross. That guy's quite a got a quite a, the career. Yeah. Nobody likes him. He's probably second hated in the United States. <laughs> Imagine though, you know what a, though? Being a criminal too. defense attorney, I don't like you. Wouldn't want to do it. Mm -mm. I'm not a fan of you. No offense. I would, to the defense. Yeah, no offense to the defense. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> we should get that put on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, that Aaron one though, that one's crazy That's to follow another, too. That's another good one. Well, I mean, she okay. did it. Not good, but like. Isn't that Jody? Oh, um. Jody, is that, am I thinking of a different one? You are. Uh, Jody. I'm thinking of Jody. Um, Why the crap can I take, think of these people's names? Aaron Miz. Arias. Arias. Yeah. There we go. That's another crazy one, too. Yeah. What is the other one? What's the Aaron one? Aaron Hernandez was the. Um, Isn't he like a football player? Yeah, he used to be a football player. Hang on, let me. Did he kill his wife or something? Uh, Push her down the stairs? Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing at this point. I mean, I don't want to misspeak. Let's see, 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 see. 
uh, was American football tight end. He played in the National Football League for three seasons with the New England Patriots until his career came to an abrupt end after his arrest and conviction for the murder of Odin Lloyd. Oh, of a different person. Yeah. So it was not his wife. Okay. Lloyd. No, that was that was OJ. Uh, who was Odin Lloyd? He was also a football player. I wonder why he killed him. I don't know anything about that case. Oh, who was Odin Lloyd and why did Aaron Hernandez kill him? <laughs> That's a, literally an article that I just clicked on. Okay. At this point, I think that we're just... <laughs> yeah. Looking for prospects of yeah, uh, new episodes. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, this one was probably a lot shorter than we thought it was going to be. But thank you guys for listening to both part one and hopefully part two. Yeah, it was a little random. Of the but Idaho it's okay. Four. Yeah, we kind of jumped around. We're sorry if it was hard to. I like those ones though. So I like when we just get to freely talk and kind of. Yeah. This one was, but like Ashley said, this one was kind of hard because it's, there's not a lot that we can really yeah, go, go off over. of. So, but yes, yeah. If you guys have recommendations of, you know, cases or anything like that, that you'd like us to, to talk about, put in the comments, let us know, write to us. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite case? Yeah. Let us know. We'll go okay. over it for sure. All right, guys. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.